Shalom, brothers and sisters. I'm Brother Sid. I have Brother Joshua assisting me today. We have a detailed lesson prepared for our brothers and sisters worldwide. Today's lesson will be called Mystery Babylon, brothers and sisters. We're going to uncover some biblical prophecy today so we can understand what's going on geopolitically to give some resolve to the confusion we are witnessing, brothers and sisters. Therefore, we can prepare for the coming deluge. In the day of the internet, there's so much conjecture and confusion when it comes to Babylon the Great. So we thought that we would, um, you know, go through some, some prophecy, brothers and sisters, to uncover this mystery. You'll hear a plethora of different philosophies from those who claim to be scholars. But we're going to use the Bible. Therefore, brothers and sisters, once you know the truth, nobody can come behind that and philosophize something so well. That you believe it because you already have the truth, brothers and sisters. So we're going to go to, we're going to start, brothers and sisters, at Revelation 17 and 5. Now, if we go, if we're going too fast, pause the recording, brothers and sisters. Get your pen and your paper. This is, uh, this lesson is very detailed, brothers and sisters. So take your time. Uh, go back on this lesson as many times as you need. After this lesson, brothers and sisters, after we bring forth these precepts, nobody will ever be able to deceive you concerning Mystery Babylon again. We're going to go to Revelation 17 and 5. Revelation 17, verse 5. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Right. So a mystery, brothers and sisters, is, a, is something secret or hidden, a thing that some may understand why others do not. So this mystery is strict is strictly as it pertains to identification. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 5. And upon her forehead was a name written. Mystery. Babylon the Great. So she would exist, but nobody would know who she is. Now the question is, how can we reasonably describe Babylon, ancient Babylon, which is modern day Iraq, as great? Especially after Iraq has been defeated twice in recent decades by the American-led coalition, brothers and sisters. So, this particular prophecy that we're getting ready to go into describes distinct characteristics of this place that does not match the biblical location under the same base name. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 5, and upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great. The mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. That's, that's key. The mother of harlots and abominations of the earth, which would mean this particular place would, uh, most of the evil of the earth would be perpetuated from this location, brothers and sisters. We've heard that Babylon the Great is the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, I, we've heard so many things, brothers and sisters. They say it's, it's religion. They say it's actually Rome. So we're going to go into no more conjecture, brothers and sisters. We're going to deal with strictly prophecy, strictly biblical precepts, brothers and sisters. Therefore, nobody can deceive you. Brother Joshua, read Revelations 18 and 1. Revelations 18, verse 1. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. Now, brothers and sisters, to understand who Babylon is, you have to understand, or, or, or the 
mystery Babylon, you must understand that the Israelites, you must know who Israel is first. That's first. The Israelites fell to Babylon in the 6th century BC. The Most High prophesied of these same people who fell would serve in a new Babylon. So you must know the people, brothers and sisters. You must know the people. Babylon is not just a way of worship. It was a geographical location. It was a political structure, a ruling governmental power structure, brothers and sisters. So first, you must know who the people are. If you find the people, you'll understand the location. So many people who are giving you their theory, because that's what it is, about what Mystery Babylon is, these are the same people who don't know who the children of Israel are. So I want you to take notice of that, brothers and sisters. These people who are giving you this theology, this philosophy, they don't even know who the children of Israel are. Who are the children of Israel? The Negroes, the natives, and the Hispanics. These are the children of Israel. So they don't even know who Israel is. You would need to know who Israel is, the children of Israel, Zion. You would need to know who these people are to understand these prophecies. Uh, read, read 1 and 2, brother, please. Verse 1. And after these things I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen. It's fallen. It's in the progression of fallen, brothers and sisters. And it's become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. So, brothers and sisters, Babylon the Great is a place. Now, why would John be speaking of a Babylon in Revelations of a, of a, a place that was already thrown down? Babylon was destroyed and overcome at this time. Why would he be calling it Babylon the Great when they had already been taken down during the time of John, brothers and sisters? So, we're going to identify that Babylon the Great is not a religion, brothers and sisters. It's not... Catholicism. It's not Buddhism. It's it's not Rome. <laughs> it's none of those things, brothers and sisters. To prove that, to prove that Babylon is a physical location, Babylon the Great, Mystery Babylon, the daughter of Babylon. We're going to go to uh, Psalms one thirty seven in one. Remember, brothers and sisters, you must know who the Israelites are in order to understand who Babylon is. Excuse me. Brother Joshua, read Psalms 137, verse 1. Psalms 137, verse 1. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yeah, we wept when we remembered Zion. The rivers of Babylon. Further proof that this is a geographical location and not a religion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. Read that again. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. This is identifying. We hanged our harps upon the willows. Now, brothers and sisters, in America, the southern part of America, you have weeping willows. <laughs> These are the trees that the slaves would go to for refuge after being whipped and beaten. See? And, when, and, and the key thing is when you look up the scientific name or the etymology of weeping willows, it's named the Babylonicus, brothers and sisters. Look this up. <laughs> Look up what's the scientific name of the weeping willow. It's called the Babylonicus. See, so the Bible's identifying a place that you will learn today is America, brothers and sisters. Babylon the Great, Mystery Babylon. The daughter of Babylon is America. 
brothers and sisters. And we we take no, you know, we're not boasting in in the fact that we know that America is Babylon. Why? We have people in Babylon that we love, brothers and sisters. We have been raised in Babylon, brothers and sisters. So we take no pleasure in bringing this information out, brothers and sisters. We want to put that out there. Read verse 2, brother, please. Verse 2. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they they that carried us away captive required of us a song. Read that again. Verse 3. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. Now what land were we brought to that would become the superpower of the world, brothers and sisters? Read that again, brother. Verse 3. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they and they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of those songs of Zion. Right, so examine that, brothers and sisters. See? This was those Negro spirituals, brothers and sisters. See? So they would have us be entertainment for them even while we're being oppressed, brothers and sisters. See? See, this is not the Roman Catholic Church this is speaking of here, brothers and sisters. We spoke, we sang Negro spirituals, right? We swing low, sweet chariot, let my people go. It said, sing us one of the songs of Zion. So we had knowledge during slavery, brothers and sisters, of our forefathers being from the bloodline of Zion. We knew that. We had that knowledge. Read that again, brother, please. Verse 3. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they that wasted us required us mirth, saying, Sing us one of those songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? It was America a strange land, brothers and sisters, to our people? Was this a strange land to the slaves? See, so this is not a religion. <laughs> we have people that say, well, yeah, this is actually the Roman Catholic Church. No, it's not the Roman Catholic Church. The Bible doesn't support or substantiate that particular ideology. This is a particular land where they where they forced us to see Negro spirituals, brothers and sisters. Read verse 4 again, brother, please. Verse 4. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my my right hand forget her cunning. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my my mouth. Read that again, brother. Verse 6. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Jerusalem of my chief joy. Examine that. <laughs> Examine that, brothers and sisters. Uh, David said, listen, if I forget I'm Israel, I want to forget how to speak. But I want my mouth to cleave to the roof. I mean, my tongue to cleave to the roof of my mouth. Examine that. So the same people who are saying it doesn't matter who we are. <laughs> King David is, David is saying, listen, if I forget my heritage, my national origin, I'd rather not be able to speak again. To show you what's the importance or what our people, how they viewed our identity, how important it was to our people, to our forefathers, for us now to then say, it doesn't matter who we are. God loves everybody. (laughs) Look at how much we've been demoralized and crushed, stamped on, stomped on, brothers and sisters, to where we don't even have a sense of pride about who we are, what our history is. Read that again, brother. Verse 6. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy, 
Remember, O Lord, the children of Edom in the, the day The children of who? Of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who said, Raise it, raise it, even to the foundation thereof. Now this is Edom. So remember that, brothers and sisters, Edom. Because what does Edom have to do with ancient Babylon? <laughs> Read verse eight, brother. Verse eight. O daughter of Babylon. Who? Daughter of Babylon, who art to be destroyed. Happy shall he be that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us. Right. So those who are obviously the daughter of Babylon is prophesied to be destroyed, brothers and sisters. So this is clearly telling you this was an empire that was built on the blood, sweat, and tears of the children of Israel. <laughs> and that particular empire is on its way out, brothers and sisters. So once again, if you understand who the people are, you'll understand the geography. Read verse 7, brother. Verse 7. Remember, O Lord, the children of Edom in the day of Jerusalem. Forget not the Edomites. Edom, the leaders, the, the, the leaders politically and financially. <laughs> those who would dictate the ideologies of Babylon. Further proof that this is not speaking of ancient Babylon. Because we know Babylon was not, be, ancient Babylon was not being ran by Edomite, uh, Edom or Edomites. Read verse 8, brother. Verse 8. O daughter of Babylon, who art to be destroyed, happy shall he be that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us. Now, what do we have to do? We have to identify who Edom is. See? You have to identify Edom to understand who is the daughter of Babylon. Because it's not ancient. <laughs> it's not ancient Babylon. It's not Iraq, brothers and sisters. The daughter of Babylon in Edom or the Edomites, the children of Edom, are, the Bible is showing you here, they're conjoined. So the Edomites would have something to do with the daughter of Babylon. And we know those are the leaders politically and financially. Those who would dictate the ideologies of this particular land, which is America. We need to prove who Edom is. We're going to go to Obadiah chapter 1, brothers and sisters. Verse 1. Please follow us. Obadiah 1 and 1. The vision of Obadiah. Thus said the Lord concerning Edom. Concerning who? Edom. We have heard a rumor from the Lord, and an ambassador is sent among the heathens. Arise ye, and let us rise up against her in battle. There's, there's war coming to Edom. You need to know who Edom is, though. See, if you don't know who people are in prophecy, you have no understanding biblically, because you don't know who anybody is. Now, these same scholars, brothers and sisters, that are telling you that Babylon the Great is a religion or anybody who has an inkling of what Babylon the Great is, I want you to ask them who's Edom <laughs> and watch them draw a blank. See, these same people who, who think they know who the mystery of Babylon is don't even know who Edom is, brothers and sisters. I think they do know who they are. But just to show you, if you don't know who Edom is, how can I believe that you know the mystery of the Bible? Read verse 4, brother, to show you it's going to identify. Verse 4. Though thou shalt ex exalt thyself as the eagle. Read that again. Though thou shalt exalt thyself as the eagle. Exalt thyself as the eagle. Who used the moniker of an eagle, brothers and sisters? <laughs> the Edomites. The Romans. The American eagle. The Russian eagle. Look on the side of your uh, post, your mail trucks, brothers and sisters. The eagle. 
That's the symbol of the Edomites, brothers and sisters. That's their moniker. Read verse 4 again, brother, please. Verse 4. Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, and though thou set thy nest among the stars, hence will I bring thee down, said the Lord. Examine it. Who went up into space, brothers and sisters? Who was that? What people was that? Who was the people going up into space with space exploration? Who was those who made claims to go to the moon? What people was this? Was this uh, Asians? Was this black people, brothers and sisters? Was this, uh, was this uh, Costa Ricans? Who was this? Exactly. The Edomites are white people, brothers and sisters. The pure blood Europeans. Those are the Edomites in scripture, brothers and sisters. See? So the person that's probably telling you what the mystery Babylon is, is probably an Edomite. But then when you ask them who Edom is, they don't know who that is. Is that strange? <laughs> if you don't know who Edom is, you can't teach me anything. If you don't know who Israel is, you can't teach me anything. We needed to show you the identification that is telling you Edom would dictate ideologies in Babylon. Who, who's dictating America, brothers and sisters? Read verse 4 one more time, brother. Verse 4. Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, and though thou set thy nest among the stars... Hence will I bring thee down, said the Lord. Right. Further proof that the Edomites are who you call the white man, the Romans, brothers and sisters, the Europeans. We're going to Second Ezra in the Apocrypha, brothers and sisters. Please follow. Second Ezra chapter 11, verse 1. Second Ezra 11 and 1. Then, then saw I a dream, and behold... There came up from the sea an eagle. A what? An eagle. A what? An eagle, which had twelve feathered wings and three heads. Examine this, brothers and sisters. And look, I, look at this. It's, it's, it's referring to an eagle again. This is identification, brothers and sisters. What's the what's America's bird? <laughs> what is their nation's bird, brothers and sisters? See? So wherever the Edomites go, they use this symbol of the eagle, even during the times of Rome. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 1. Then saw... Then saw I a dream, and, behold, there came up from the sea an eagle, which had twelve feathered wings. Right, now this is speaking of those who were set up by Alexander the Greek before he died, brothers and sisters. Alexander the Greek died around 33 years old. Before he died, he consolidated his power and spread it out amongst other rulers. And those rulers, these twelve feathered of the eagle, Julius, Caesar, Augustus, Caesar, Tiberius, Caesar, Caligula or Little Boots, Caesar, Claudius, Caesar, Nero, Caesar, Galba, Caesar, Otho, Caesar, Vitellius, Caesar, Vespasian, Caesar, Titus, Caesar, and Domitian, Caesar. This is history, brothers and sisters. Go look up the 12 rulers that Alexander the Greek set up. See, so we're proving to you, do, is there anything that these Caesars have in common? Exactly. The Edomites, the white people. Now, we're not in no way, shape or form are we trying to, um, you know, speak down on all white people. We're talking about governmental structure. We're talking about the rulers, brothers and sisters. We're not looking to excoriate white people. We're just pulling out the Bible. We're just pulling out truth here. Okay. Now, what would these... 
12 seasons, what would the people who, rep, who are represented by the eagle do? We're going to jump to verse 42. The Bible tells you what Esau or Edom or the eagle would do. Verse 42. For thou hast afflicted the meek. That, read that again. For thou hast afflicted the meek. Thou hast hurt the, the, peachable, the peachable. The peaceable. Thou hast loved, thou hast loved liars. And destroy the dwellings of them that brought forth fruit. And has cast down the walls of such as did thee no harm. Examine this. So it's showing you that the eagle would afflict the children of Israel. <laughs> right? Who's, who's, who's taken down the, the Hispanics, brothers and sisters? Who put the Negroes in slavery? Spanish-American war, right? Who took the land from the natives? Who was this? Read that again, brother. Second Ezra 11 and 42. Verse 42. For thou hast afflicted the meek. Thou hast hurt the peaceable. Thou hast loved liars. And destroyed the dwellings of them that brought forth fruit. And hast cast down the walls of such as did thee no harm. Right, cast down the walls. Who took us down in 70 AD, brothers and sisters? Who was that? Who took down... Who... Invaded and destroyed our temples, brothers and sisters. The Edomites, the Romans, the Europeans, brothers and sisters. Further proof that Babylon would have a link to these people, the Romans. Who destroyed Christ? Who was that? Herod. Was he, was he Asian? Was he Hispanic? Was he African? What was he? Exactly. He was an Edomite. He was the so-called white man. So we're identifying the power structure that is Edom. In the place that they control, which is Babylon, which is America, brothers and sisters. We're going to prove that. We're going to show you that there's prophecies concerning America and the Bible. We're going to Zephaniah 1 and 14, brothers and sisters. Please follow us. Zephaniah 1, verse 14. The great day of the Lord is near. It's near. And has, and has greatly... Even the voice of the day of the Lord, the mighty man shall cry there bitterly. Now examine this, brothers and sisters. This is prophecy of 9-11. That day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. A day of what? Clouds and thick darkness. Examine this, brothers and sisters. Thick darkness is what? Smoke, brothers and sisters. Read, brother. Verse 16. A day of the trumpets and alarm against the fenced cities. Examine that. The trumpets signify that your freedom is under attack, brothers and sisters. And this was the beginning of Babylon is fallen. It's fallen, like Revelations 18 and 2 says. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 16. A day of the trumpets and alarm against the fenced cities. And against the high tower. Against the what? The high tower. Against the what? The high tower. Against the what? The high towers. The twin towers, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Examine this. It says, a day of gloominess and darkness, clouds of thick darkness, that's smoke, an attack against the high towers. And what does fence cities mean? Fence cities means they would have a great military or defense. Because military is supposed to mean defense, even though America don't use it for defense. So examine this, brothers and sisters. Examine this. Nobody even perceived when they had that narrative of planes running into towers. This is biblical, brothers and sisters. 
the attack on the fenced cities and against the high towers. Fenced city means a high level of military. Nobody have a greater military than America. And the high towers, brothers and sisters. How could the Bible know this if the Bible is not valid? How could the Bible know smoke and an attack would come to the high towers, brothers and sisters? Hmm? Examine this, brothers and sisters. We're identifying what? The daughter of Babylon, brothers and sisters. Further proof. We're going to go to Isaiah 47 and 1. Please follow us, brothers and sisters. We're identifying mystery Babylon. Isaiah 47, verse 1. Come down and sit in the dust, O virgin daughter of Babylon. Oh, what? Virgin daughter of Babylon. See, this is not ancient Babylon. This is the daughter of Babylon. Sit on the ground. There is no throne. O daughter of Chaldeans. Who are the Chaldeans? The Chaldeans are wise men. They're sorcerers. Who have more sorcery than America? <laughs> For thou shalt no more be called tender and delicate. Thou shalt no more be called tender and delicate. What is this talking about? America have never lost war, brothers and sisters. So it's showing you that Babylon... Is the lone superpower of the world. <laughs> who is that? Who, who is the greatest country on earth? So they say. Who has never lost war? Who is that? Read verse 5, brother. Verse 5. Sit thou silent, and get thee in the darkness, O daughter of the Chaldeans. For thou shalt no more be called the Lady of Kingdoms. The what? The Lady of Kingdoms. The Queen of all nations. Brothers and sisters, who is this? Statue of Liberty. Who is this? The Lady of all kingdoms. Who is the glory of all countries, brothers and sisters? Is it is that Iraq? <laughs> or is it America? Is it the Roman Catholic Church? <laughs> See? Read verse 8, brother, please. Verse 8. Therefore, hear now this. Thou that art given to pleasures, that dwelleth carelessly. That dwelleth carelessly. Is this Iraq or is this America where you have uh, uh, 25 pairs of shoes? Where you got three TVs in the house? <laughs> where people got three, four cars? Is this Iraq or is this America? Read that again, brother. Verse 8. Therefore, hear now this. Thou that art given the pleasures that dwelleth carelessly. Is marijuana legal in Iraq or in America? Is, is strip clubs elite, is, is that legal in Iraq or America? Huh? Read that again, brother, please. Verse 8. Therefore, hear now this. Thou that art given to pleasures, that dwelleth carelessly, that saith in thy heart, I am, and none else beside me. I shall not sit as a widow, neither shall I know the loss of children. What is this talking about? This is referring to, I will never lose a war. Brothers and sisters, have anybody noticed that America, no other country have ever put boots on the ground in America? Ever. There has never been an invasion on America, brothers and sisters. They've gotten proud. If you don't believe that, just go to your nearest, probably, white man and ask him, what's the greatest country on earth? Who has the greatest military? What would you do if somebody else came and did what we do to other countries and come and say, you know what? Y'all having terrorists over there, so I need to come police it and hear what they say. They'll tell you that'll never happen. I asked a brother that, need my brother. Uh, 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 associate of mine I asked him um, so you know what if people did to us what we do to them what if we if somebody came and policed us he said that would never happen military is too great it's too many guns see this is how they feel proud smug arrogant brothers and sisters 
Read verse 5 one more time, brother. Verse 5. Sit thou silent, and get thee in the darkness, O daughter of the Chaldeans, for thou shalt no more be called the Lady of Kingdoms. Lady Liberty, which sits in the New York Harbor, brothers and sisters. See, so we're going to break it all the way down, because there's no way you'll be able to excuse all of these precepts that we're about to use for somebody who's going to tell you this is uh, uh, the Catholic Church. <laughs> See? So no, Babylon, it has worship, but it's not a religion. It has governmental structure. It has a worship. It has a military. This can't be the Roman Catholic Church, brothers and sisters. This is a location. We're going to go to Revelations 18 and 2. We're identifying, brothers and sisters, the daughter of Babylon, Mystery Babylon the Great. Revelations 18, verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great city, is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils. Brothers and sisters, there are demons running loose throughout society, and they operate best in the state of confusion. Babylon was known for confusion, ancient Babylon. Now in America, you see men walking around with lipstick on and pumps, brothers and sisters. You see what they call dyke marches. <laughs> What's that? See? Confusion. Who? Where is more confused than America? I think a few years ago they said men who identify as uh, women, I guess, can use women restrooms. <laughs> who? Who? Where is this? Is this Rome? Is this the? Is this the Roman Catholic Church? Read it again, brother. Verse two, and he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, "Babylon, the great city, is fallen. Is fallen." And has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and the caves of every unclean and hateful bird. It's become a den of evil, brothers and sisters. You, you have freedom of religion. You can eat unclean foods. You can celebrate pagan holidays. You can be a homosexual. You can deal with bestiality. They have a church of Satan right here, brothers and sisters. Right here. We're going to go to verse 3. Verse 3. For all nations have drunken of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Read that again. For all nations have drunken of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. All nations have drunken of the wine. Now examine this, brothers and sisters. That means this particular country would have a high level of influence, brothers and sisters. They would have a high level of influence. Who's more influential <laughs> than America? Read that again. Verse 3. For all nations have drunken of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. Examine this. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Who's getting rich through the Roman Catholic Church? Who's getting rich through Rome? <laughs> it says the merchants of the earth have gotten rich through the abundance of her delicacies, brothers and sisters. Who is that? Who is that? We, not only do we sell a lot of other people's products, right? Everything's made in China or Vietnam, or, right? But also, it's talking about our, our, the abundance of our delicacies. Also, what? Our music, our automobiles, right? So examine this, brothers and sisters. This is identifying a place, not ancient Babylon, but America, 
Read that one more time, brother. Verse 3. For all nations have drunken of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Continue. And I heard another voice from heaven, saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. One, one second, brother. I, we need to... Let's not miss that. Let's, let's go back to verse 3, brother. Verse 3. For all nations have drunken of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacy. Now, notice something, brothers and sisters. It says, for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. What was the first thing that President Trump did when he took office? He made Jerusalem the capital of the Middle East, right? And he moved the American embassy to Jerusalem. So what are they doing here, brothers and sisters? They're moving their power to a separate location. So eventually, the world you're in will meet in the Middle East instead of New York, brothers and sisters. So examine that. They're dismantling and consolidating, moving all of their power offshore. <laughs> See? So when it says Babylon has fallen, it's fallen. They're dismantling America, knowing there's a future judgment, brothers and sisters. America has always been about oppressing the children of Israel, brothers and sisters. And now, it's getting ready to come to an end. Read verse 4, brother. Verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven, saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins. Come out of her, my people. Examine this, brothers and sisters. And so, that, it's already told you that all nations have been drunken with the wine of her fornication. All the kings of the earth have committed fornication, the merchants of the earth. So what is it telling you? It's telling you that this particular location would be an engine of wealth for the world's economy. Whoever this nation is, the rest of the world depends on her for buying their merchandise. See? Examine that, brothers and sisters. Read. Verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. That ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. See, so he's saying, come out of her, my people, brothers and sisters. See, many people don't want to believe this is America, because that means they have to do something, brothers and sisters. Many of the people don't want to believe this is America. And that's for a reason, brothers and sisters, because then they would have to do something. See, and when we bring this out, what's the first thing people say? Well, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? We don't have money, right? When you hear that, brothers and sisters, no, you're listening to a faithless person. You're listening to a faithless person. <laughs> you see, what we do is we always look at the obstacle as a reason to stand still. That's a slave mentality, brothers and sisters. We should, be, we should look at an obstacle and be like, okay, well, that can be dismantled. <laughs> So we've been trained to make our own prisons, brothers and sisters. We've imprisoned ourselves. There are people from the poorest third world countries making their way into America, brothers and sisters. You ever notice that? You got people making their way here. And they, they have less resources than you. Think about this, brothers and sisters. 
Think about this. We must have a righteous ambition, brothers and sisters. Why do we say that? Because we always find out how to do the wrong thing, don't we? If somebody said, well, yeah, uh, floss, you know, package up some cocaine from Bolivia and then s- sneak it across the borders. You, you know how to do that. You know how to break it all down, weigh it up, bag it up. You know, you could do all that, right? But then he say, come out of my people. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Read that again, brother. Verse four. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people. That ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plague. That you be not partakers of her sins. So if you can, if you continue to stay in America, you will sin. It's part of the lifestyle, brothers and sisters. The unclean foods, the holidays, the fornication, the adultery, the drugs. You will partake. So he's telling you, listen, you must separate from her, or you'll receive her plagues. There are plagues coming, brothers and sisters. What happened to Egypt when he was trying to free our people? See, so as the Most High is trying to uh, free the children of Israel, judgment will come, plagues will come, brothers and sisters. So if you don't believe this is physical, you won't do any planning outside of your captivity. So you need to examine this, brothers and sisters, whether you want to believe it or not. We're going to give you the truth so you can make a decision. Read verse five, brother. Verse five, for her sins have reached on heaven. And God had remembered her iniquities. It says her sins reach unto heaven. Who was that who went up into the, the heavenly realm, brothers and sisters? Was that America? Was that America that, you know, setting up satellites all outside the earth? Is that America that is trying to go up to uh, the moon? Read it again, brother. Verse 5. For her sins have reached on heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. God hath remembered her iniquities. Verse 6. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double on her, double according to her works. And the cup which she has filled, filled her, filled to her double. Judgment, brothers and sisters. See? Recompense, brothers and sisters. Vengeance isn't ours, it's whose? It's the most high's. The Bible is telling you, reward her as she have rewarded you. How have America rewarded everybody on the earth? What have they done over there in the Middle East? What, have they destroyed all the people over in the Middle East? What have they done to the Hispanics? What have they done to the Cubans? What have they done to the Negroes? <laughs> See? Who is responsible for this? Is it Rome? Is it the Catholic Church? Read, brother, please. Verse 7. How much has she glorified herself and lived deliciously? So much torment and sorrow give her. Who who glory themselves more than America, brothers and sisters, where they would have an idolatrous ritual where you have to pledge allegiance to her, where you must salute her, where when they play the Star Spangled Banner, you must stand up at attention. That's idolatry. I don't pledge allegiance to anybody but my people and my God, not to a country, a nation that has destroyed me. My people, the Hispanics, the natives, and the Negroes. And I'm going to pledge allegiance? How broken are we, brothers and sisters? Read that again, brother. Verse 7. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she said in her heart, I sit a queen, and I am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Examine this. I sit a queen. I'm no widow. I would never lose war. 
I would never see sorrow. Examine this, brothers and sisters. You need to examine this. Who who is that? Is that Iraq? Is that the Roman Catholic Church who's saying this? Or is that America, brothers and sisters? See? So at its core, it's been destroyed. How do you know? You walk down the street, you see men holding hands. You see women bumping and humping each other. Right? See? That lets you know it's been broken. It's been destroyed at its core. Whenever you see homosexuality, you know judgment is following. Brothers and sisters, history show you that. Who was responsible for, for, for making LBGT and homosexuality legal? Who tore down the constitution, the sanctity of marriage between a man and a woman? Hmm? Who was that? See how much she have glorified herself and lived deliciously. Who? Go to Isaiah 47 and 10, brother. Because this place is going down. Isaiah 47, verse 10. For thou hast trusted in thy wickedness. Thou hast said, None seeth me. Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath perverted thee. And thou hast said in thine heart, I am, and none else beside me. Examine his brothers and sisters. Why do we go here? Because we need to show our people who, who like to pray for America. Well, yeah, yeah, it's done wicked, but just pray for it. Nah. You can't uphold a country that's prophesied to go. <laughs> you're, you're, you're praying against prophecy. I'm not going to do that. It's gone. It's done, brothers and sisters. Read verse 10. Verse 10. For thou hast trusted in thy wickedness. Thou hast said, None seeth me. Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath perverted thee. Thy what? It hath Thy wisdom and thy knowledge. It hath perverted thee. So Babylon would be a place of higher learning with the most prestigious universities. And thou hast said in thine heart, I am, and none else beside me. Examine that, brothers and sisters. Who is this? Who would be so boastful? Who would be so proud? Therefore shall evil come upon thee. Thou shalt not know from whence it riseth, and mischief shall fall upon thee. Thou shalt not be able to put it off. You shall not be able to put this off, brothers and sisters. I don't care how much you pray or you want to be, you know, put your hand in the ground and act like this is not going to happen. Read. And desolation shall come upon thee suddenly. Read that again. And desolation shall come upon thee suddenly. Destruction shall come suddenly. Which thou shalt not know. Continue, brother. Stand now with thy enchantments. What scripture are you at, brother? Verse 12. Stand now with thine enchantment. Stand now with your sorcery. <laughs> and with the multitude of thy sorceries. Wherein thou hast labored from thy youth. What does this mean? Wherein thou hast labored from thy youth. This is telling you America. Since its inception was built on occultism. Brothers and sisters. This was, this was never a Christian country. It was The founding fathers were all pagan, Satanists, occultists and masons. Read verse 12 again brother. Verse 12. Stand now with thine enchantments, and with the multitude of thy sorceries, wherein thou hast labored from thy youth. If so, thou be, if so be thou shalt be, be able to profit. If so, thou may, mayest prevail. It's telling you, trust in your sorcery. Trust in your magic. Trust in the occultism then. When this comes, you need to trust in, <laughs> yeah, all the, all the enchantments, the, 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 the magic 
the sorcery, right? Trust in that when this judgment comes. Read, brother. Verse 13. Verse 13. Thou art wearied in the multitude of thy counsels. Read that again. Thou art wearied in the multitude of thy counsels. What is this talking about, brothers and sisters? America, or Babylon, is a democracy. It's ruled by many councils. Read. Let now the astrologers and stargazers, the monthly prognosticators, stand up and save thee from these things that shall come upon thee. See? So use all of that, you know, all that astrology and, uh, you know, all that, the wizardry, all that sorcery. Use all that to stop this judgment that's on the way. See? The Bible is telling you there's an impending war coming. Read, brother. Verse 14. Behold, they shall be a stubble. Read that again. Behold, they shall be a stubble. The fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. From the power of the flame. There shall not be a coal to warm warm at, nor fire to sit before it. Brothers and sisters, the Bible tells you there's an impending war with Iran that shall bring a flame. The Most High is telling you, separate from her. Come out of her, my people. See? Come out of her, my people, because there's judgment on the way. Tell them what scripture you have, brother, and continue, please. Verse 15. Thus shall they be on, on a thee with whom... Thou hast labored, even thy merchants, from thy youth. They shall wander every one in this quarter. None shall save thee. So the merchants, those who have come into our countries, right, and, and gotten rich off the backs of slaves, they won't be able to save. They will not be able to save America. They're gonna. It says they shall wander every one to his quarter. They're going to go home, brothers and sisters. See, this is immigration right here. So while you're, you're dealing with the immigration of, well, the Mexicans may come take my job. Where was, you, where was all that when, when the, the Arabs was moving into your neighborhood, buying up the gas stations? Where was all that, uh, you know, all that energy when, when the Asians was moving into your community, uh, buying up all the beauty supplies? Where was all that energy at? No, you only got energy towards your own people. <laughs> Like some Mexicans going to take your job. The only job the Mexicans are doing is the one you want. So you, you're following that, that narrative of the Edomites. You're following that, that satanic narrative that's, that the Hispanics are the problem. <laughs> when they already didn't broke this thing down. You got all nations here getting rich off our people. Right up in the neighborhood. Right up in the ghettos. Read it again, brother. Verse 15. Thus shall they be unto thee with whom thou hast labored, even thy merchants, from thy youth. They shall wander every one to his quarter. None shall save thee. No one will be able to save America, brothers and sisters. No one. This is a warning from the Most High God, brothers and sisters. He would never bring judgment without bringing those to give you know, insight to what's coming, just like he had with Noah. Before, you know, he wouldn't just send a rain without first warning the people that he loves. And I'm not saying we're Noah. We're, we're definitely not Noah. We're just servants. But nevertheless, he would send those to share the truth, to allow you to make a decision. Because if you don't move, then that was your decision. <laughs> and some people say, well, no, you have no faith if you leave. No, 
That that's faith. Faith leaving the place you've spent your whole life, not knowing how you're going to feed yourself, where you're going to live. There's no faith if you stay. See? Go to Revelations 18 and 7, brother. We're still identifying the mystery Babylon. Revelations 18, verse 7. How much she hath glorified herself and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. It says, and live deliciously. So this particular place would have the highest standard of living in the earth. Brothers and sisters, is this Iraq? <laughs> is this the Roman Catholic Church? Read, brother. For she saith in her heart, I sit a queen, and I am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come on in one day. Read that again. Therefore shall her plagues come on. Come in one day. So for the people that's saying, when he says, uh, come out of my people in verse four, this is talking about a spiritual come out, come out spiritually. But are these spiritual plagues? We're going to go into these plagues. Are these spiritual plagues? Read verse eight again, brother. Verse eight. Therefore shall, shall her plagues come in one day. Death. Death? Is that, is that spiritual? And mourning. And famine. And famine, brothers and sisters, examines. Is this a spiritual famine? Or is this the GMOs, brothers and sisters? Is this the Monsanto siege, brothers and sisters? See? So for those who, who want to explain it off saying, yeah, well, come out of her is actually talking spiritually. Well, to some degree it is, because you have to come out of her spiritually first, which means cut out the holidays, cut out the Sunday worship, stop eating the unclean foods. Why? Because if you are still <laughs> dealing with that iniquity, no matter where you go, you're going to be destroyed. You can leave America if you want to. If you're dealing in sin, you'll be destroyed wherever you go. So this this verse 8 is for those who are making claims that verse 4 is talking about come out of her spiritually. Read verse 8, brother. Verse 8. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire. She shall what? Be utterly burned with fire. Woo! For strong is the Lord God who judges her. See, so this judgment, this fire that's coming, is the Most High's plan, brothers and sisters. See? The Most High's warning you. See, and this is why pastors don't go into revelations. <laughs> See? Read, brother. Verse 9. And the kings of the earth, who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her, shall bewail her and lament for her. When they shall be, when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Examine this. All the other nations who who dealt through trade, the stock exchange, right? All those people will lament. They will cry. They will weep when they see the smoke of her burning. Brothers and sisters, the Bible is telling you war is coming to America. You reap what you sow. You promote and perpetuate uh, evil, homosexuality. Judgment is coming. Judgment is coming. You enslave a people, beat them, whip them, swing them off trees, right? Hmm? You think judgment isn't coming? Read verse 9 again, brother. Verse 9. And the kings of the earth, who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her, shall bewail her and lament for her, when they shall see the smoke of her burning, standing afar off for the fear of her torment. Saying, what will they be saying? Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour 
is thy judgment come. In one hour thy judgment is come. Now some people will say, see it's calling into the city. This is actually New York City. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, city is another word for land or country or nation. Brothers and sisters. See, and why are we bringing this out? Because people will say anything. They will throw all types of conjecture, brothers and sisters, in order for them not to have to use faith, in order for them not to leave. They'll just start throwing all this conjecture. They'll say it's anywhere other than America, brothers and sisters. Before the end of this lesson, you will know without any shadow of a doubt that Mystery Babylon is the country you call America. Read verse 11, brother. Verse 11. And what the, chapter and verse are you at? Revelations 18, verse 11. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her. Read that again. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her. For no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. So this particular country is the leading center of imports and consumption, brothers and sisters. Who, who, who import more than us? We receive trade or, or we, we receive trade from all countries, brothers and sisters. We don't make anything. We don't produce anything almost. But when you go into your, your markets, look on the back. It, it says made in China, made in Vietnam, made in India. Read that again, brother. Verse 11. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her. For no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones, and of pearls, and fine linen, and purple, and silk, and scarlet, and all thine wood, and all manner of vessels of ivory, and all manner of vessels of most precious wood, and of brass, and iron, and marble. Brothers and sisters, Wall Street, the merchants for world trade. <laughs> See, where is that at? America. Brothers and sisters, this is speaking of America, couldn't be anywhere else but America. Read verse 13, brother. Verse, thir verse 13, and cinnamon, and odors, and ointments, and frankincense, and wine, and oil, and fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, and sheep, and horses, and chariots. And what? And chariots. And what? And chariots. Brothers and sisters, chariots are the equivalent to automobiles. Brothers and sisters, Babylon or America is a huge producer and exporter of automobiles. Brothers and sisters, read. And chariots and slaves and souls of men. And slaves. Where, where is this at? <laughs> Who's using slaves, brothers and sisters? Employment is slavery, brothers and sisters. Now, by no means are we saying you shouldn't work. When you have a birth certificate, brothers and sisters, that birth certificate has a stock number on it. You're what they call human stock or human resource, brothers and sisters. This is what's being traded on the open market, brothers and sisters. That's what the stock is. You. Read 13 one more time, brother. Verse 13. And cinnamon, and odors, and ointments, and frankincense, and wine, and oil. And fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, and sheep, and horses, and chariots, and slaves, and souls of men. And souls of men, brothers and sisters. Examine this. Souls of men. Why? Because there's so much iniquity, 
brothers and sisters. There's so much iniquity. All the nations have been empowered over us spiritually through their satanic religions, brothers and sisters. Read. Verse 14. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee. And all things which are dainty and god goodly are departed from thee. And thou shalt find them no more at all. The merchants of these things, which were made rich by her. Examine this, brothers and sisters. The merchants of these things, which were made rich by America. Why? Because America sell their product. Read that again. Verse 15. The merchants of these things, which were made rich by her, shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing, and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, and purple, and scarlet, and decked with gold, and precious stones. It says with purple and scarlet, brothers and sisters. That's what? That's royalty, brothers and sisters. See? That's royalty, brothers and sisters. Precious stones decked with gold and pearls. Who is this? For in one hour, verse 17, For in one hour so great riches is come not, and every shipmaster, and all the companies and ships, and sailors, and as many as trade by sea, stood afar off. So examine this. This nation is agriculturally abundant. <laughs> right? Look at this scripture, brothers and sisters. Sisters. Wealthy, this read that one more time, brother. Revelations 18, verse 17. For in one hour so great riches is come not, and every shipmaster, and all the company and ships, and sailors, and as many as, by, as trade by sea, stood afar off. So this nation is agriculturally abundant, wealthy, and has worldwide influence, and has a large importing nation, uh, nation via the sea. Examine this, brothers and sisters. Examine this. And all company in ships and sailors, as many as trade by the sea. Read verse 18, brother. Verse 18. And cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? There will never be another power like America ever again. And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas. That great city, wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of coastlines. Of costliness. Of costliness. For in one hour is she made desolate. Right. So examine this, brothers and sisters. Who, what merchants will, will be crying if Rome is burned up? What, I mean, what, <laughs> what merchants will cry if the Roman Catholic Church is burnt up? How can this be anybody but America, brothers and sisters? So you, you have to be in complete denial if you're saying this is not America, because who else could it be? The scriptures make it evident by highlighting the characteristics of this particular place. Tell them what uh, verse, uh, chapter and verse you're at, brother. Revelations 18 and 19. And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. For in one hour she is made desolate. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Examine this, brothers and sisters. The apostles, the prophets, are rejoicing in the heavens when this place will be destroyed. Verse 21, 
And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down. With violence, <laughs> that's that place, that Babylonian, that that mystery Babylon will be thrown down. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 21. Verse 21. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. Examine this with violence, brothers and sisters. Because why? They've inflicted violence on everybody else, especially the children of Israel. The whole purpose of America was to oppress the children of Israel. Verse 22. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeteers shall be heard no more at all in thee. Examine this, brothers and sisters. This nation that Revelation 18 is referring to lives in luxury and splendor with many musicians, craftsmen, and factories. Read that again, brother. Verse 22. And the voice of harpers and musicians, and of pipers, and trumpeteers, shall be heard no more at all in thee, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be, shall be found any more in thee, and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. Examine is the key part, brothers and sisters, is the voice of harpers, and musicians, and pipers. Now, I, <laughs> brothers and sisters, Babylon's music, is, or, or Babylon's musicians, are known around the world. The greatest musicians of all time are born where? Michael Jackson, right? Prince, Whitney Houston, Janet Jackson, right? Stevie Wonder, James Brown. Where are these people born? <laughs> so this can't be wrong. Who, what people are going to cry <laughs> for Roman singers? What I mean, <laughs> what people are going to lament because the Roman Catholic, their, their singers aren't making music anymore. Come on, brothers and sisters. Wake up. Wake up, brothers and sisters. Read verse 23, brother Joshua. Verse 23. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of bridge room. The bridegroom. The bridegroom. And, and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. Read that again. For the merchants were the great men of the earth. Examine this, brothers and sisters. Look at the huge multinational corporations that exist in America, brothers and sisters. American companies are the greatest on earth, brothers and sisters. Fortune 500. Read that again, brother. Verse 23. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voices of the bridegroom. And of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. All nations, brothers and sisters. So this nation reaches the far corners of the earth with her dominating trade. See? So look at this, brothers and sisters. We're identifying Mystery Babylon. See? So if it's not America, who is it? We're going to go to Revelations 17 and 1. Revelation 17, verse 1. And there came one of the seven angels which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. That what? 
the judgment of the great horror that sitteth upon many waters. That sitteth upon many waters. Now, brothers and sisters, the United States maintains nearly 800 military bases in more than 70 countries and territories abroad, brothers and sisters. The whore that sitteth upon many waters. Examine this. Read. Verse 2. With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. Read that part again. With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. And the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Examine this. America has influenced other nations of the earth to partake in her spiritual fornication, brothers and sisters. So fornication in this context is the act of committing adultery against the Most High God, brothers and sisters. Now, anybody who knows the history of America understands that America is steeped in its Masonic heritage with its Masonic and Satanic idols and symbols all over the land, from the Statue of Liberty to the Dollar Bill. Read verse 3, brother. Revelation 17, verse 3. So he carried me away in, in spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast. A what? A scarlet-colored beast. Now it's identifying the beast that carries this woman. Scarlet is what? Edom. So Edom is the power of this beast. The beast is what? A governmental structure. Read that again, brother. Verse 3. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Seven heads and ten horns, brothers and sisters. I need you to remember that. Seven heads and ten horns. Now, in order to understand these seven heads and ten horns, we have to jump to verse 9. Verse 9. And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains. On which the woman sitteth. Right. The seven heads are seven mountains. Brothers and sisters. Now. The seven heads. What is this talking about? What is this talking about brothers and sisters? The seven heads. There is a place. One place in the earth. One empire that sits on seven mountains. Or seven hills. Brothers and sisters. And that's Rome. See. So this is speaking of Rome. Brothers and sisters. Rome sits on seven mountains. Brothers and sisters. So you have to examine that. You must examine that. There's no other empire, past or present, that sits on seven hills or mountains. This is identifying Rome. Go back to verse 4, brother. Verse 4. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color. Read that again. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. So, brothers and sisters, the golden jewelry signifies her wealth. <laughs> so the woman is seen as royalty. What does royalty have? Wealth, power, and authority, brothers and sisters. Read. Verse 5. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth, and I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. Known for bloodshed and war. And with the blood of the martyrs. Martyrs of Christ. And when I saw her, I wondered with a great admiration. Read verse 12, brother. Verse 12. Now we're going to talk about the ten horns. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings. 
which have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beast. Jump to, brother, jump back to verse 9, because we, we skipped something. Read verse 9. Verse 9. And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains, on which the woman sitteth. So the seven heads are seven mountains, and that's 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 speaking of Rome. But what are the? It says ten horns, seven heads, and ten horns. Those are the powers that came from Rome. So you have what? It's talking about the original EU. You had Luxembourg, Denmark, Belgium, Netherlands, Germany, Sweden. France, Spain, Great Britain, and Switzerland, brothers and sisters. So it said the seven heads and ten horns, brothers and sisters. The seven heads refers to Rome. The ten horns refers to the countries that was overtaken by Rome. See, Rome was a little bit different, brothers and sisters. When they take over your land, that actually becomes part of the Roman Empire. So it's speaking of the original EU or United Nations, brothers and sisters. Now jump back to verse 12, brother. Verse 12. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beast. So what is this talking about? This is talking about these ten horns, the original EU, haven't received their power yet. Why? Because America is viewed as the superpower, even though they're older or elder than America. They get no shine. They get no reverence as a superpower. America jumped over these ten horns, brothers and sisters. And that made them have some level of resentment towards America. Because America get all the glory when these other countries or these other kingdoms were there first. Read that again. Verse 12. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings. Which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Examine this, brothers and sisters. These have one mind. These particular countries have one mind, and give their power unto the beast. Verse 14. These shall make war with the lamb. These shall what? Make war with the lamb. To show you those ten horns, those ten countries... Luxembourg, Denmark, Belgium, Netherlands, Germany, Sweden, France, Spain, Great Britain, and Switzerland will war with Christ when Christ comes back. They will fight against Christ, brothers and sisters. Read that again. Revelation 17, verse 14. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For He is the Lord of lords, and the King of kings. And they that are with with him are called, and chosen, and faithful. And he said unto me, The waters which thou sawest, where the whore sitteth, are peoples, and multitudes, and nations, and tongues. Now examine this, brothers and sisters. <laughs> examine this. What, what nation is made out of all peoples, nations, and tongues? That's America, brothers and sisters. People from all over the earth speaking one language. That's what happened in Babylon, right? Where the tongues were split. You had all people in one area speaking one language before the tongues were split. You have Asians in America. You have Africans in America. You have Hispanics in America. America. You have blacks in America. 
You, you have all these people in America speaking one language. This is further identification, brothers and sisters. Read verse 16. Verse 16. And the ten hordes which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore. These shall what? Hate the whore. See, so these ten horns actually hate America. And shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. Examine this, brothers and sisters. See, they're the ones demonizing America, causing America to change what? Their legislation to bring forth a judgment. They're the ones supporting what? Homosexual or homosexuality. See? So the legislation is actually coming from offshore, from overseas, brothers and sisters. Because why? How do we know? America didn't have their own banks. They were funded by what? The Europeans, the Rothschilds, right? So it's telling you, brothers and sisters, read that again. Verse 16. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. Now, we're going to use another identification marker. To, to now, since we know who the ten horns are, as it's speaking of in Revelation 16, now let's show you what came from those ten horns. We're going to show you, brothers and sisters. We're going to Daniel 7, verse 8. Please follow us, brothers and sisters. Daniel 7, verse 8. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn. Read that again. Verse 8. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn before whom they were all three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. Read that again. Before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. So, there's a little horn that came from three. It says, before there were three horns plucked up came a little horn. Who, who brought America out, brothers and sisters? France, Great Britain, and Spain. Three of the horns. Three of the ten. Examine this, brothers and sisters. See, so America's not... In scripture by name, because America didn't exist, but the Bible prophesied. How is Daniel prophesying the little horn being America? Read verse 8 again, brother. Take your time. Verse 8. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn. See, so you would need to know the ten horns first to understand the little horn. So you had three of the ten. France, Great Britain, and Spain. Before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And, behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man, and a mouth speaking great things. So examine this, brothers and sisters. This is prophecy that cannot be denied. Three of those ten horns were plucked up and came America. See? So America is hated. It says the ten horns would hate the whore. Why? Because they brought the whore out. They brought America out, and yet America received all the adulation over them when they are older than America. We're going to read Jeremiah 51 and 53. Jeremiah 51, verse 53. Though Babylon should mount up to heaven. Should do what? Should mount up to heaven. So Babylon, or modern day Babylon, would reach the heavens, and their strength would be the exploration of what? Of space. Read that again. Verse 53, though Babylon shall mount up to heaven, and though she should fortify the height of her strength, yet from me shall spoilers come on to her, 
said the Lord. So examine this. This is speaking of America's space exploration as an identification of Babylon, brothers and sisters. See? So ancient Babylon, Iraq, didn't go up into the heavens, brothers and sisters. They were trying to, with the, the Tower of Babel, to show you that America is following <laughs> ancient Babylon. Examine this. They're following, that's why it's called the Daughter of Babylon. Because they're following the same blueprint as ancient Babylon, brothers and sisters. And anybody who knows history knows that ancient Babylon was the home of all occultism, brothers and sisters. And America had followed that. We're going to go to Jeremiah 50 and 23. Follow us, brothers and sisters. Jeremiah 50, verse 23. How is the hammer of the whole earth cut asunder and broken? Read that again. How is the hammer of the whole earth cut asunder and broken? The hammer of the whole earth, brothers and sisters. Who's known as the world's policeman? <laughs> no other nation has been the policeman of the world as has the United States of America, brothers and sisters. Read that again. Verse 23. How is the hammer of the whole earth cut asunder and broken? How has Babylon become a desolation among the nations? Examine this. America will be beat into dust, brothers and sisters. America will be utterly destroyed, but not before they implement the mark of the beast. We're going to show you, brothers and sisters. Go to Revelations 14 and 8, brother. America will be responsible. A Babylon will be responsible for first implementing the mark of the beast. Revelations 14, verse 8. And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of her, of the wrath of her fornication. Read that again, brother. Verse 8. And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Continue. Verse 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in, in his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. Examine this. So it's telling you Babylon is fallen. It's fallen. But they will cause a man to worship the beast or his image and receive his mark. Read that again, brother. Verse 9. Revelations 14, verse 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in his image, and receive his mark in his forehead, or in his hand, Read. The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God. This is the punishment for those who receive this mark. Read that again. Verse 10. The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God which is poured out without mixture into the cup of, of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels, and in the presence of the Lamb. So examine this. If you receive the mark for any reason at all, you will be tormented with fire and brimstone. You will be the recipient of his indignation, brothers and sisters. So you need to examine this. Now, the question is, how do we identify this mark? How do we identify this mark, brothers and sisters? Go to Revelation 13 and 16 to identify 
this mark. Revelations 13, verse 16. And he called us all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell. Read that again. And that no man might buy or sell. So you will be unable to work or do business with others. Save he that had the mark. So if you don't have this mark. So look at this, brothers and sisters. If you won't be able to buy or sell, think about this. This is a new monetary system, brothers and sisters. This is a new economy, brothers and sisters. So this is telling you, this requires those, excuse me, those who don't take the mark to have tremendous faith as our continued survival is at stake. Read that again, brother. Verse 16. Verse 16. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark. So this is dealing directly with commerce and currency, brothers and sisters. Or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. So examine this, brothers and sisters. Examine this. So, for the beast to control buying and selling, he must have the authority to implement laws and the power to enforce them. So, examine this, brothers and sisters. Who have that power? Who have that power, brothers and sisters? Government have that power, brothers and sisters. It's speaking of Roman government, brothers and sisters, which is the government of America. They're using their symbol. Look at the architecture. Look at the courthouses. Look at their, their sculptures, brothers and sisters, or their monuments. The coliseums, right? With the games, the football, the basketball. See? So it's identifying the Roman Empire. America is the height of the Roman Empire's glory, brothers and sisters. And they will be responsible for what? Implementing this mark. In which you will not be able to buy or sell, brothers and sisters. Read verse 17 again. Verse 17. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. If you won't be able to buy or sell, that means we must have the knowledge of agriculture, brothers and sisters. How to grow our own foods. How to sustain ourselves outside of the government, brothers and sisters. See, because guess what? You won't be able to buy or sell. So they're going to tell you, listen, uh, you're going to have to get this marker. You can't pay your bills. You can't pay your cell phone bill. You actually can't pay rent. You Just go ahead. Listen, get this chip up in you. Go ahead downstairs. Nobody got enough. We'll be doing it at your job. Just come on downstairs. Get a shot in you. Go on upstairs. Nobody know. See, you can't buy. You can't sell. So you can't even have a business to sell your product without this. And you know the Christian church is going to be telling you to get it. Why? How do we know that? Because how are they going to receive the tithes and offering? If no man can buy or sell without this mark, then how are they going to receive their money? See? Brothers and sisters, we're going to have to get off these pharmaceuticals. We're going to have to get off these drugs. Why? How are you going to pay for it? See? So your, your job going to come to you and say, listen, man, you know, we can't pay you if uh, you don't receive this mark. So we're going to have to let you go, man. Certain people, they're going to wake up. Some of these millionaires, these billionaires are going to wake up and their bank account is going to say zero. And they're going to call the bank and the bank is going to say, hey, well, you know, don't worry. The money's there. It's just uh, it's just in gigabyte land. So we'll give you an extra million. Just go ahead, change over, you know, and for, for, for the inconvenience, we'll give you an extra million dollars. 
See? And, and those who have the most money, brothers and sisters, are the prime candidates to receive this. Some of these guys, some of these ladies and, and, and men got hundreds of millions of dollars in their beckoning account. And they're going to wake up one morning and it's gone? So examine this. That's why the Bible tells you you can't serve God and mammon. Mammon is money. There's going to come a time where you're going to have to make a choice, brothers and sisters. And America will be the, the, the country that implements this first and influence it to the earth. They're going to have rappers singing about it, brothers and sisters. It's going to become, uh, you know, popular. They're going to have the ball players, right, on the, on the commercials selling this idea, brothers and sisters. It's going to have a tracking device in it. Brothers and sisters, they're going to be able to control your emotions with this, brothers and sisters. So the Bible told you, if you receive this mark, you will receive the cup of the Most High's indignation. So how do you know what the mark is? Anything they say you will not be able to buy or sell if you don't get is the mark of the beast, brothers and sisters. So the paper dollar will be done away with, brothers and sisters. That, that, that paper would you be will just be that it'll be paper. You're gonna to try to take that into the store for gas, and they're gonna say we don't receive that, man. You got the chip. They've already started. See with the the debit cards with the chip. I I was in the store the other day. Heard somebody you know the register uh, the cashier say does that card have a chip in it? I was like whoa. <clears throat> See they're already getting used to it. People are already getting used to being asked, do you have a chip? It's coming, brothers and sisters. That's why he said, come out of her, my people. See? Because if you don't stay here, you're on this grid, brothers and sisters. You're going to want to go to a place that there isn't a high level of governmental imposition. Like how it is here in America, brothers and sisters. This is a warning from the Most High God. If you receive this mark, you will be punished. We're going to go to Isaiah. 14 and 12 because actually read verse 18 brother verse 18 here is wisdom let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for it is the number of a man for it is what the number of the man and his number is 600 three score and six so most people think it's going to be a 666 brothers and sisters that's too <laughs> that's not going to be a 666 it's going to be an 18 digit number Brothers and sisters, like a serial number, like a credit card number. Brothers and sisters, it's not going to say 666 on it. Who wouldn't know that? <laughs> Read verse 18 again. Verse 18. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. For it is what? The number of a man. For it is what? The number of a man. What man? We're going to show you. What man? Go to Isaiah 14 and 12, brothers and sisters. To show you what man is the number of a man. What man? Isaiah 14 verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? Jump to verse 16, brother. Verse 16. They that see, they that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee, and consider thee, saying... Is this the man that made the earth to tremble? Is what? Is this the man that made the earth to tremble and did shake kingdoms? This is the man. Lucifer is the man, brothers and sisters. See? 
So he's going to implement this chip so he can watch all people and control all people through this chip, brothers and sisters. It's not just currency. It's something deeper, something more sinister there, brothers and sisters. That's your allegiance that you're pledging to Lucifer. The Most High said, listen, have faith in me. Leave America. Because it's going to be very hard for you in America to live. Come out of my people. He's telling you, brothers and sisters. Go to Revelation 16 and 18, brother. Revelation 16, verse 18. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings. And there was a great earthquake. There was a what? A great earthquake. Such as was not since men were upon the earth. So mighty an earthquake. It's so great. So there's going to be an earthquake that comes to America, brothers and sisters. So examine this. They're going to have the mark of the beast jumping. There's going to be an earthquake. And this earthquake is going to do what? Read. Verse 19. And the great city was divided into three parts. And the cities of the, of the nations fell. And great, and great Babylon came into remembrance before God. To give unto her the cup of wine of the wine of the... Fierceness of her wrath. Of his wrath. Examine this brothers and sisters. So there's going to be an earthquake. That comes here. And break America into three parts brothers and sisters. And what will happen. They will use this earthquake to call martial law. And bring in FEMA. And it will start on the Gulf Coast brothers and sisters. See. Because government gets power over citizens. Through disasters. They've already set up the legislation. Brothers and sisters. So through a national, excuse me, through a natural disaster, you will yield your rights for safety. See, so they use warfare, uh, weather as warfare, brothers and sisters. So this is why he's telling you, come out of my people, because not only will they implement the mark of the beast, there's going to be an earthquake to break the earth into three parts. Uh, excuse me, break the nation into three different areas where you can't travel, brothers and sisters. And we already know, uh, Katrina tells you, <clears throat> during natural disaster comes FEMA, brothers and sisters, comes martial law. We're going to prove that, that there's martial law coming to America. Go to 2nd Ezra 15 and 17, brother. So he's telling you, there's going to be an earthquake that comes, break America into three parts, and there'll be martial law. The Bible's going to prove that. 2nd Ezra 15 verse 17 a man shall desire to go into a city and shall not be able read that again a man shall desire to go into a city and shall not be able travel will be restricted during martial law brothers and sisters <laughs> what do you think they got those toll bridges there for <laughs> see you thought it was oh so they could fix the potholes nah those toll bridges will be manned by military brothers and sisters Remember Blackwater during Katrina telling people they couldn't leave and go. You know, once you were out of the city, you couldn't go back into the city. There was brothers who left the city to get uh, supplies and to come back to their family. They're like, nah, this, this area cut off. It's a restricted area. Stay in your house. Read that again. Verse 17. A man shall desire to go into a city and shall not be able. For because their pride, the city shall be troubled. The houses shall be destroyed, and men shall be afraid. 
A man shall have no pity upon his neighbor. Read that again. A man shall have no pity upon his neighbor, but shall destroy their house with the sword. Examine this. The modern day sword is a gun, brothers and sisters. Read 19 again. Verse 19. A man shall have no pity upon his neighbor, but shall destroy their houses with the sword and spoil their goods because of the lack of bread. Because of what? The lack of bread. And for great tribulation. Examine this, brothers and sisters, when martial law is called, there's no more trucks coming into your stores, brothers and sisters. People are already going to, there's going to be a lot of people running around who don't have the mark. Therefore, they can't even buy food if there was any food. So examine this, brothers and sisters. Houses will be invaded. The Most High is telling you, come out of my people. So you not be partakers of her sins. Because a man shall have no pity upon his neighbor. But they shall destroy each other's homes with the sword and take their goods, brothers and sisters. The real purge. See? This is what's going to happen. And you would rather stay here than to believe what the Bible is telling you? To come out of my people so you don't have to deal with this? All this is going to be, this is going to come to a culmination in where? In Babylon, brothers and sisters. This is not the Catholic Church. This is not Rome. See, and if you knew who the children of Israel are, then you would understand who Babylon is. See? And those who are out there with their theology, if they would understand who the children of Israel are, then they would understand who the daughter of Babylon is. Because we're the same people that failed to ancient Babylon in the 6th century B.C. And we're serving America, uh, the daughter of Babylon today, right now, as we speak. There's judgment coming, brothers and sisters. There's judgment coming. Go to Zechariah 2 and 6, brother. We're almost done. Zechariah 2, verse 6. Ho, ho, come forth and flee from the land of the north. Do what? Flee from the land of the north. Do what? Flee from the land of the north. Flee from North America. Said the Lord. Save, save the commandment keepers church. Said the Lord. Save brother C. Said the Lord. Save brother Joshua. Said the Lord. For I have spread you abroad as the four winds of the heaven. Said the Lord. Brothers and sisters, come out of your captive prisons. Flee as men do who are pursued with danger. Brothers and sisters, read that again. Verse 6. Ho, ho, come forth and flee from the land of the north. Said the Lord. For I have spread you abroad as the four winds of the heaven, said the Lord. Deliver thyself, O Zion. Read that again. Deliver thyself. Deliver thyself. That means <laughs> you have to do something. You're not going to be raptured up. Okay? The Most High is not going to rapture you up before this happens. Read that again. Verse 7. Deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwelleth with the daughter of Babylon. Who dwelleth in the daughter of Babylon? See? Who's Zion? Who's that? Who's Israel? <laughs> See? So the reason for this plea is twofold, brothers and sisters. We're in imminent danger of adopting the philosophy, lifestyle, and even the gods of Babylon, brothers and sisters. And number two, Babylon itself is not destined to escape the punishment of the Most High for its wickedness. So this is deliverance to the captives. Read from the top, brother, verse 6. Zechariah 2, verse 6. Ho! Ho, come forth, and free from the land of the north, said the Lord. For I have spread you abroad as the four winds of the heaven, 
said the Lord, Deliver thyself, O Zion. Do what? Deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwelleth with the daughter of Babylon. Read. For thus said the Lord of hosts, After the glory hath he sent unto the nations which spoiled you. Read that again, verse 8. Take your time. Verse 8. For thus said the Lord of hosts, After the glory hath he sent me unto the Unto the nations which spoiled you. Sent me unto the nations which have spoiled you. Why? For he that toucheth you touches the apple of his eye. For why? For he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye. Examine that, brothers and sisters. This is for you, Israel. This is deliverance to the captives. We're not free until this land is burnt to the ground, brothers and sisters. The same way Egypt was turned into a desert. You touch the children of Israel, you touch the apple of his eye. And there's judgment for that. So Israel, don't try to uphold something that's prophesied to be destroyed because you can't hold it up. This was written in scriptures thousands of years before you ever took a breath. Nothing you can do or say will change this. Get out of the way of judgment. We're going to Isaiah 13 and 15. Follow us, brothers and sisters. Mystery Babylon. Isaiah 13, verse 15. Every one that is found shall be thrusted through, and every one that is joined onto them shall fall by the sword. Examine this, brothers and sisters. Everybody, brothers and sisters, everybody will be thrust through. Everybody will be destroyed. Verse 16. Their children also shall be dashed into pieces before their eyes. Their houses shall be spoiled. And their wives ravaged. Examine this. This is what's going to happen if you stay in America. You'll be destroyed. Houses taken over, invaded. Women raped. Verse 17. Behold, I will stir up the Medes against them. Brothers and sisters, the Medes are Iran. Iran will be the arm the Most High uses for his punishment. Brothers and sisters, read that again. Verse 17. Behold. I will stir up the Medes against them, which shall not regard silver, and as for gold, they shall not delight in it. So examine this, brothers and sisters. Finally, a country that doesn't take bribes. <laughs> Finances is not their interest, brothers and sisters. See? This is talking about Iran, brothers and sisters. See? Why? Why is this going to happen? America have to go to war with Iran. Why? Because a new world order cannot be assumed with a superpower on the outside of it. See? So that war is inevitable. Iran is not going to be bribed or to be conjoined with America. They're not. So the Bible is showing you that America is fallen. It's ripe for ultimate judgment. Read that scripture again, brother. Isaiah 13, verse 17. Behold, I will stir up the means against them. Which shall not regard silver, and as for gold, they shall not delight in it. Their bows also shall dash the young men to pieces, and they shall have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eyes shall not spare children. They're going to destroy everybody, brothers and sisters. They're going to destroy everybody. They don't care how old or how young you are, man or woman, everybody's getting destroyed. And Babylon, the glory of kingdoms. The beauty of the Chaldees, excellency, shall be when shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. Babylon is the essence of all evil, the embodiment of cruelty, the foe 
of God's people. It represents carnality, lust, and greed. And for that, it will be as in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Brothers and sisters, read. Verse 20. It shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation. Read that again. It shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation. Further proof, this is not talking about ancient Babylon. Because there's people living in Iraq right now, brothers and sisters. Neither shall the Arabian pitch tent there. Neither shall the shepherds make their fold there. Nobody will live here again, brothers and sisters. They will drop bombs on America. Nuclear bombs. How do we know? Jeremiah 50 and 29 is the answer. Follow us, brothers and sisters. We're identifying the mystery Babylon. Now, with this breakdown, could you see why people wouldn't want to believe it's America? Could you, can you see the vested interest that the people that's telling you it's not America would have? Because why? They would have to leave their jobs. They would have to leave their cars. They would have to leave the 401k. <laughs> they would have to leave their business. See? So they have reason to lie to you, brothers and sisters. The Bible is not lying. Jeremiah 50, verse 29. Call together the archers against Babylon. Read all, that again. Call together the archers against Babylon. All ye that bend the bow, camp against it round about. Surround it. Let none thereof escape. Recompense her according to her work. Repay her according to her work. According to all she hath done. This is a law of retaliation, brothers and sisters. Why? Because they've behaved maliciously and scornfully towards the Most High and His people. Do unto her, for she hath been proud against the Lord, against the Holy One of Israel. Verse 30. Therefore shall her young men fall into the streets, and all her men of war shall be cut off in that day, said the Lord. Behold, I am against thee, O thou most proud, said the Lord God of hosts, for thy day is come, the time that I will visit thee. Your day is come. So this annihilation will come unexpectedly, brothers and sisters. This is a prophecy of biblical proportions that cannot be ignored. This war that's coming with Iran, brothers and sisters, you need to keep your eye on Iran geopolitically. See, that's why we went into this, so you can understand why they have certain narratives in the news, brothers and sisters. Go look at Iran and look at all the countries around Iran that America have already taken down. I want you to do that. Go to your, your Google or whatever and look at all the countries around uh, Iran that America have already put bases there <laughs> to show you they're surrounding Iran. War is next. Come out of my people. Be not partakers of her sins. Judgment is coming, brothers and sisters. Go to Micah 2 and 10, brother. Follow us, brothers and sisters. Micah 2, verse 10. Arise ye and depart, for this is not your rest. Read that again. Arise ye and depart, for this is not your rest. Israelites, prepare for your departure out of this land. Because it is polluted, it shall destroy you. It's because it's what? It is polluted. By immorality, idolatry, violence, uncleanliness. It shall destroy you, even with the sore destruction. See? So he's telling you, don't try and get comfortable here. 
brothers and sisters, don't be afraid to leave the plantation. Don't be afraid. Travel outside of your borders. First thing you need to do, brothers and sisters, is get a passport. That's the first thing you need to work on. I understand people may not have money and things like that to move, but the Most High will make a way. And when he does make a way, you walk through the door he opens. The first thing we all must do is get a passport. Because if you don't have a passport, you're not going anywhere. doesn't matter, I mean, who, you know, how obedient you are to God. If you don't have a passport, you're not leaving. So get a passport. It's only about $130, brothers and sisters. Start saving up your money and getting a passport. If you don't have the money for a passport, at least go to your post office, get the paper, fill out the paper and put it on your mic, uh, put it on your refrigerator. Look at it every day. Look at it every day. That's the first step. Show you that you have faith in the Most High by taking the first step, brothers and sisters, which is to get a passport. Read that again, brother. Verse 10. Arise ye and depart, for this is not your rest, because it is polluted. It shall destroy you, even with a sore destruction. We're going to Jeremiah 50 and 8. We're just, I know we've already made the point, but we want to keep making this point. We have to drive this home, brothers and sisters. Because anytime somebody's going to tell you that the country you've only known will no longer exist, that is a shock, brothers and sisters. And we take no pleasure in, in having to bring this out. But the Most High have set us up as shepherds. Shepherds are supposed to protect the sheep. They're supposed to allow the sheep to know when there's danger. Brothers and sisters, we're watchmen. We're blowing the trumpet. Jeremiah 50, verse 8. Remove out of the midst of Babylon. Read that again. Remove out of the midst of Babylon and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans and be as the go as he goats before the, the flocks. Be as he goes before the flocks. So those of us who have the understanding go out, brothers and sisters, and have a place for your family and friends to come to. See, so examine that. See, so those of us who believe these scriptures, we can go out, find land, find how to operate outside of this construct. So when your family do finally want to follow, you're already there. You have a place already, brothers and sisters. So as our church, it says, be as he goes before the flock. We're going outside of the country and we're teaching and baptizing all over the world, all over the earth, brothers and sisters. That's what our job is to do. Be as he goes before the flock. See? So we'll go out and prepare a place for our brothers and sisters to come to. Now, the, what we need to read that one more time, brother. Verse 8. Remove out of the midst of Babylon and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans and be as the, and be as the he goats before the flocks. Read. For lo... I will raise and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north country. An assembly of great nations. It won't just be Iran. Iran will spearhead this. It'll be Venezuela. It, brothers and sisters, these bombs are coming from everywhere. Read that again, brother. Verse 9. For, lo, I will raise and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north country. And they shall set themselves in array against her. From from hence she shall be taken. Their arrows shall be as of a mighty expert man. None shall return in vain. It says their arrows. You have to realize, brothers and sisters, during Jeremiah's time, he didn't know what a missile was, brothers and sisters. They're going to shoot missiles to America. 
all over, brothers and sisters. They know they can't put boots on the ground. That'll never happen. But they will drop bombs. And why? This cause of the, the, the cause of this destruction is the wrath of the Most High God. So, brothers and sisters, Babylon shall be wholly desolated. For she have sinned against the Most High God. Sin makes men a mark for the arrows of the Most High's judgment, brothers and sisters. And what? We know that her sins reach up into heaven, <laughs> brothers and sisters. Judgment is coming. Come out of her, my people. Go to Jeremiah 51 and 45. We're rounding it up. Jeremiah 51, verse 45. My people, go ye out of the midst of her. Do what? Go ye out of the midst of her, and deliver ye every man his soul from the fierce anger of the Lord. Read that again, brother. Verse 45. My people, go ye out of the midst of her, and deliver ye every man his soul from the the fierce anger of the Lord. So examine this. The Most High is telling us over and over and over. He cares. He loves us, brothers and sisters. These words are an exhortation to the children of Israel, brothers and sisters. <laughs> so the people of God are to flee away, that we be not involved in the miseries of Babylon. Escape for your lives, brothers and sisters. See? He's given us great warning. Take heed to this warning, brothers and sisters. Go to Jeremiah 51 and 6, brother. Jeremiah 51, verse 6. Flee out of the midst of Babylon, and deliver every man his soul. Be not cut off in her iniquity, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance, and he will render honor her a recompense. Brothers and sisters, it's never good to remain in a place that is a target to the Most High's judgment. Read verse nine, brother. Verse nine, we would have we would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her, and let us go, every one into his own country, for her judgment reaches on the heaven, and it is lifted up even to the skies. Brothers and sisters, the purpose of leaving Babylon is twofold. First, by separation from her, we will not partake in her sin, and second. Second, and most importantly, brothers and sisters, we will not have her plagues inflicted on us. See? Read verse 50, brother. Jeremiah 51, verse 50. Ye that have escaped the sword, go away. Stand not still. Remember the Lord afar off, and let Jerusalem come into your mind. And let what? Jerusalem come into your mind. Those who have escaped, be not still. We must, you can't go one place in the earth and stay there, brothers and sisters. This is what the Bible is telling you. So Babylon is being punished. Why? Because it's a metropolis of evil, brothers and sisters. And he's telling you, those who escape the sword, go away. Stand not still. Remember the Lord afar off and let Jerusalem come to your mind. Start moving east, brothers and sisters. See? You need to get closer and closer to the east by time Christ's second coming. Why? Because there's a certain place in which we receive the law, brothers and sisters, that'll be the only safe place on earth when Christ comes back. Now, of course, you have different things that would transpire before Christ is come, coming back but in the end where we need to end up as there's wars all over the earth 
is near Jerusalem, brothers and sisters. We have another lesson where we'll go into that and give strict details and maybe a longitude, latitude, the direct coordinates to the place and where you need to be. We can't release it in this type of platform because it's unsafe, brothers and sisters. But we're showing you that the Bible is telling you over and over and over and over to come out of my people. And it's not spiritually. It's physically. Read that again, brother. Verse 50. Ye that have escaped the sword, go away. Stand not still. Remember the Lord afar off. And let Jerusalem come into your mind. It says, stand not still. We're going to show you. What does it mean by that? We're going to go to 2nd Ezra 16 and 40. When it says, stand not still. 2nd Ezra 16 and 40. Second Edris 16, verse 40. O my people, hear my word, make you ready to thy battle, and in those evils be even as pilgrims upon the earth. Be as pilgrims upon the earth. See? So when this war starts to transpire, you must be like a pilgrim on the earth, which means what? You must be able to move with the things that you have on your back. <laughs> so the first thing you need to do is look within yourself to make sure you're right. So you can be led by the spirit of the Most High. Because if you're living uh, unrighteously, you'll be destroyed wherever you go. But to show you that you must be led by the spirit, you must be as pilgrims on the earth. He will tell you where to move because there's judgment coming to a plethora of places. America and Israel will be destroyed first. Then you're going to have China that will be destroyed, brothers and sisters. Finally, the final place that will be destroyed is Europe. The ten horns. Christ will come back to fight against them. Remember it said the ten horns will fight against, fight against the lamb. See? So when Christ comes back, he's coming back to fight the Europeans. The ten horns. So you must be like a pilgrim on the earth. And that's further, you know, evidence that you shouldn't be going to Europe probably. That's probably not the best place you're going to want to go. Because guess what? They have the same ideology as America. So if the mark of the beast is going to be implemented and pushed in America, do you think that's not going to happen in the other European countries that's using the eagle? Think, brothers and sisters. You're going to want to go where there's people of color. They don't have to be black and Hispanic, but people of color. People who have melanin, brothers and sisters. Because why? Their government isn't as strong. See? Edomites, their government is their strength. See? Their, their police, their military. See? Where they have that occupation, you're going you're gonna to struggle. We're going to Amos 3 and 7, and then we'll end it on Romans 3 and 3. We're going to Amos, brothers and sisters. Follow us. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Amos 3, verse 7. Surely the Lord will do nothing, but he revealeth his secrets unto his servants and the prophets. Examine this. The Most High would not be equitable if he brought forth judgment before he sent watchmen to warn brothers and sisters. So we can have confidence in the Most High's promise that he won't do anything, uh, you know, significant concerning his people without informing us first in a clear, orderly, and understandable manner. Read that again. Verse 7. Surely the Lord will do nothing, but he re revealeth his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. Right. 
So that's why we're here, brothers and sisters. The Most High would not be equitable to bring judgment and allow you to be in a place unbeknownst to you that's in the, the scope of his, of his judgment, brothers and sisters. So our church is here, the Commandment Keeper's church is here to give you opportunity to start making plans for living on the outside of this evil construct, brothers and sisters, to live on faith. Like we said, you have people from third world countries with less than what you have right now who made it into America and lived. So we have to stop. We have to get out of that slave mentality, black people. We have to get out of this slave mentality. Even the Hispanics, they try. They, I mean, they running across the lines. Ten, they pack ten in a in a vehicle, in a trunk somewhere like sardines. So it's usually us, Judah, Benjamin, Levi. It's usually the blacks that always deal with it from a place of. Where are we going to go? What about the people in jail? What about the people who sit? Listen, those type of people need to stay away from us. Don't, uh, listen, don't come to us until you have a plan. Figure it out. And once you have a plan, then come be with us. Because a person like that, brothers and sisters, (laughs) would demoralize you. Find out a plan and then you can get with us then. Brother, read Romans 3 and 3. Romans 3, verse 3. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? So if somebody don't believe, will that change in God's prophecy? God forbid. Yeah, let God be true, but every man a liar. When it says God forbid, that means no. It doesn't matter whether you believe or not. Read verse 4 again. Verse 4. God forbid, yeah, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. So brothers and sisters, whether you believe or not, it's not going to change the prophecy, it's not going to change the judgment coming to Babylon, also known as America, brothers and sisters. We are compelled, we felt compelled, the Most High have instructed us to bring forth this message, to give our people an opportunity to escape judgment. Today's lesson was Mystery Babylon, brothers and sisters. We hope that you copy down these precepts, you take your time and listen to it as many times as you need, and you pray on this information. You pray to ask the Most High, is this right? And if it is, what should I do? Today's lesson, brothers and sisters, is one of our more important lessons for safety, for guidance, brothers and sisters. We want to say, Kwam Yasharala. Kwam Yasharala. Sin no more. Sin no more.